Hey, you're tuned in to the Teal uh, Shirt Report podcast, episode number 61. 61 reminds me of that movie um, that, you know, featured uh, characters playing uh, Mickey Mantle and Roger Maris. Great movie, too. I just happened to watch it, you know, back, I don't know, two or three years ago. And uh, really, really liked that movie, uh, 61. Um, featuring you know, the story of the 61 home runs that Roger Maris hit way back in the day. So 61, this is episode 61 of, of course, the Teal Shirt Report podcast. I'll give you a small Duval this morning. Duval, well, it was a tough loss. Uh, we're brought to you by Anchor.fm, simplest and easiest way to make a podcast, great creation tools, um, really nice improvements and enhancements in uh, Anchor over the last year or more. And we want to thank Anchor.fm sponsoring our podcast. Also, Saucer Realty for your North Florida real estate needs. See Larry Saucer. Uh, heck, Larry sanctioned in uh, Jacksonville, Gainesville. Live Oak, Lake City, and just about all areas in between for your real estate needs. Whether you're buying, selling, you're looking to move to this beautiful North Florida area, remember Saucer Realty. You can find their link when you go to our website at bigjreport.com. Bigjreport.com. Scroll the homepage all the way down to the weather information, the 24-7 North Florida weather information. About halfway through the weather, uh, you'll find the link for Saucer Realty for your real estate needs, whether it's home, residential, commercial, or business uh, property needs, houses, homes. It's um, Saucer Realty uh, here in uh, North Florida. Uh, we want to thank LakeUfallahits.com, one of our sponsors, too. LakeUfallahits.com, great internet radio where, hey, it's all good. They have rock Saturdays on Saturdays, Monday through Friday nights, hits 2000s. And they got some um, some deep tracks, some deep tracks, uh, album cuts uh, late at night, and some songs you, you may not hear during the daytime at LakeUfallahits.com. So quite a variety, and that's LakeUfallahits.com. Hey, where it's all good, great internet radio. And, of course, you can follow us at BigJReport.com. And thank you for listening to the Teal Shirt Report podcast. You know, my question is, is always where to start. Right. To make sense of it all. We're listened to in as many as 36 states across the United States. We're worldwide, international, uh, great areas. We got a big area in Northern Ireland. The folks in Northern Ireland listen in uh, Canada, uh, Puerto Rico, uh, new countries uh, now listening in the last three or four episodes. Brazil, Bangladesh, uh, France, Puerto Rico, uh, Germany. Australia, and um, hey, countries everywhere. We're listened to worldwide, internationally, and again, we're listened to in as many as uh, 36 states. Uh, from the first play from the line of scrimmage, um, there was a pass thrown to Dan Arnold. 
as soon as he made the catch, if it was a complete catch, he was hit immediately. The ball was jarred loose. So it wasn't like he dropped a pass. The ball was jarred loose, and, and did he even make the catch? The Titans got a touchdown, a scoop, and a score on that one. That was, um, man, that was uh, with 14 minutes left in the first quarter. Uh, Byard with the Titans, K. Byard, fumble recovery for 30 yards. Uh, the Titans added the extra point. The Jags came back real quick. James Robinson, a one-yard run. However, the extra point failed by uh, M. Wright. Uh, Wright missed the extra point later in the game. He doinked a long field goal. Maybe Lambeau's, <clears throat> excuse me, maybe Lambeau is going to be back. You know, he's still with the team. They gave him a few days off, I guess, to uh, think about it. <clears throat> Not on the practice squad, but just um, been inactive. And according to the information I have, Lambeau still on the roster. Maybe Wright goes back to the practice squad and and they bring Lambeau back. I could I could see him. I could see them even release Wright. He could be released. I think Lambeau might have a shot at coming back this week. We'll see what happens with that as far as the kicking situation goes. But again, the from the very first play, very questionable on the hit by Bayard. He made a. I mean, he made a football play. Um, actually, as soon as the pass came Dan Arnold's way, Dan grabs the ball. The question is, was it a catch, a complete catch before, you know, he was hitting the ball came out? Was it an incomplete pass or was it a completion? The officials called it a completion, led to Byard scooping up the fumble and dashing 30 yards on the and on actually um let's see it's it's saying it was 14 minutes left in the first quarter when he scooped it up. Uh, again, James Robinson got a one-yard touchdown run. Wright's extra point failed. Um, you know, Derrick Henry, they kind of kept Derrick Henry under control early in the game. Derrick, I think Derrick Henry got most of his yards late in the game when they were pounding it in the fourth quarter. Uh, Derrick Henry scored a touchdown in the second quarter. Um, Jacob Hollister caught a one-yard, um, I guess it was a one-yard touchdown pass from Trevor Lawrence in the second quarter. Wright did add this extra point. Um, Pruitt, let's see, Pruitt, the tight end, wide open, uh, received a 14-yard touchdown pass from Ryan Tannehill um, in the second quarter. Uh, late, in the, late in the second quarter, Bullock added a 34-yard field goal with the Titans, and they had a 24-13 to lead at halftime. Derrick Henry had a nine-yard run for a touchdown in the third quarter. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, a four-yard run for a touchdown early in the fourth quarter. The two-point conversion failed. Uh, Derrick Henry, a 10-yard run in the uh, fourth quarter. The extra point by Bullock was missed, and that's how the game ended. Uh, the Titans winning actually 37 to 19. So there was a couple of plays. Actually, there was probably as many as three or four plays that were questionable calls. The scoring plays where, you know, Byard scooped up the supposed fumble. Was it a catch? Was it not a catch? So, you know, they, they you know, Byard hit, hit, hit uh, Dan Arnold really hard. As soon as he made the catch, 
was it officially a catch? The official said it was. Later in the game, and, um, you know, later in that fourth quarter, Trevor Lawrence ran the ball in to, they said he did not cross the plane of the goal line. The officials did score. Actually, the officials said it was a touchdown. Um, what I'm talking about is replay. So the officials called it a touchdown down on the field. My only problem with that is, and I don't have a problem with them going to the replay and changing the call. However, to me, it did not look like there was irrefutable evidence to change the call. I mean, in past games, we've seen where, hey, uh, the call down on the field stands. We did not have enough evidence to change the call. That's what it looked like to me. So you look like about a, you know, in the scoring plays, maybe about a 14-point swing there. So that hurt. Um, the Jags' defense <clears throat> just really didn't make enough plays in this game. The Urban Meyer factor, I mean, you know, Urban coached the game. I think they said he was a little uh, – had a little problem with throwing the red flag one time or something. I haven't really uh, looked at that that video yet. Uh, Trevor Lawrence seems – I mean, this is this is the good part of the game. I mean, Trevor Lawrence – seems to improve in some area of his game every week. So I don't believe going forward, as long as he stays healthy, Trevor Lawrence is going to keep getting better. He's a franchise quarterback and eventually becomes a top-tier quarterback in this league, whether it's uh, this year, but probably more like next year or the year after. But he's um, he looks to me like uh, he's going to get better and better. Ryan Tannehill, 14 of 22, passing 197 yards, one touchdown, no, inter no interceptions. So the Jags' defense didn't come up with any picks. Derrick Henry had a good day, 29 attempts, 130 yards, three touchdowns. His long run was 15 yards. Thank goodness he didn't have a 99-yard run this time around. Um, but, you know, Derrick Henry got three touchdowns kind of scattered throughout the game. But most of his yardage seemed to come toward the end of the game, like late in the third quarter and fourth quarter. Um, Receiving-wise, uh, one touchdown to the tight end, Pruitt, who was left wide open for about a 14-yard touchdown pass. Um, okay. So Kay Byard in the stats says he, he got an interception. Okay. I thought that was a fumble recovery. There is an interception. They're calling it an interception. Okay. We're going to have to research this a little bit further, but we'll take a look at, uh, <clears throat> we'll take a look at some more stats here. Uh, we'll take a look at, uh, of course, the, uh, you know, the Jag stats also. Um, you know, on how the Jags did. You know, you're listening to the Teal Shirt Report podcast. I, I mean, I'm a little somber. I mean, it was a tough loss. Listen to Trevor Lawrence's stats. 23 of 33, 273 yards, one touchdown. He did have one interception. James Robinson had, you know, close to a career day, 18 rushing rushing attempts, 18 attempts for 149 yards, and one, one touchdown, and a 58-yard long run, which was just short of a touchdown. 
Trevor Lawrence ran it seven times, 28 yards. Carlos Hyde, not uh, Carlos Hyde, didn't have really a good day. Five carries, 13 yards. Um, they ran the kickoff returner. He got up carry one attempt, eight yards. Receiving Dan Arnold. I think Dan Arnold is paying some dividends. I mean, he did, you know, whatever happened on that that fumble, if that was a catch, it wasn't a catch. Dan Arnold still for the day had six catches, 64 yards. I know that Kyle Pitts with the Atlanta Falcons had a, had a heck of a day. He had nine catches for like over 100 yards, but he's with the Atlanta Falcons. Dan Arnold, who the Jags just got in a trade about a week and a half ago uh, from the Carolina Panthers as the Jags traded C.J. Henderson kind of a disgruntled cornerback, was traded to to Carolina. A lot of people say C.J. Henderson was kind of a head case at times. Hopefully that young man gets his you know life worked out and, and perhaps he'll have a, a decent to good career with Carolina or whoever he goes to next if he moves to another team. Dan Arnold, six catches, 64 yards. Dan Arnold was actually the leading receiver with yardage. Six receptions, 64 yards. Uh, LaVisca Chenault had one catch for 58 yards. It was a big play, though. Tavon Austin played pretty good. Number seven, Tavon Austin, five catches, 54 yards. Uh, Jamal Agnew, the kickoff returner, had six catches for 41 yards. They're kind of getting him more involved with the offense. Marvin Jones, one catch for 25 yards. Uh, Luke uh, Luke Farrell made a catch. Tight end Luke Farrell. And I said, man, Luke, Luke Farrell got a, got a catch. One catch, 13 yards. Um, how about Jacob Hollister, former Buffalo Bill tight end? He made one catch for one yard, but hey, it was a touchdown. And those are some of the stats on um, on defense. The Jaguars did have some sacks. Uh, Dwayne Dewan Smoot had a sack. He had a sack and a half actually. Dwayne Smoot had a sack and a half. Uh. Kate LeVon Chason had a sack in the game, and Josh Allen had a half sack. Uh, tackles. The Jags really didn't have a big-time tackle guy. Um, Wingard had four tackles. Um, let's see, Josh Allen, five tackles. Devon Hamilton, five tackles. Um, Andrew Wingard, uh, five tackles. Um Wilson, the linebacker, had four tackles in the game and one assist. Rayshon Jenkins with four tackles. Kate LeVon Chase on with three tackles. Miles Jack, who got hurt in the game, had two tackles and uh, two assists. Miles um, Jack came out of the game. Well, I think he wanted to go back in, but he had hurt. I believe he was holding his lower back uh, when he came out of the game. So he may have had a, he got a difficult injury. Let's hope it's nothing real serious. We know that Brandon Linder, uh, came out of the game too. And the sad part about the Brandon Linder injury, which uh, could be more serious than the miles Jack injury, perhaps is that after the third down play where we all thought Trevor Lawrence had scored a touchdown, the officials had signaled he scored a touchdown. They went to the replay booth. They overturned it even though I don't think the, the evidence was significantly there to overturn the call. So then the Jags have to come out, and they go for it on four down and a half a yard, four down and inches, wherever the officials laid down the ball. And it looked like Tennessee came almost with an up-the-middle jailbreak, right up the middle, 
Trevor Lawrence, it's a shame he didn't roll to the left and walk into the end zone, but he handed it off to Carlos Hyde. Carlos Hyde was buried on the play for probably a two, three, four-yard loss. And on that play, with the jailbreak of all the Tennessee defenders coming up the middle, that's when center Brandon Linder got hurt. So a double whammy. The officials take the touchdown away. Then on the very next play on the fourth down play, you lose your center, Brandon Linder. So really, 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 really a tough uh, turn of events. By the way, if you're looking for uh, college football scores, SEC power rankings, high school football scoreboard, and Alex Nunnery's inter- interviews, please go back to episode number 60, because this is episode 61. We're just doing a brief update on the difficult 37-19 loss for the Jaguars. Again, the Tennessee Titans 37 the Jacksonville Jaguars, 19, the final score. We're just doing kind of a brief uh, synopsis of the game here on the Teal Shirt Report podcast. So, again, we do have a complete college football scoreboard for the SEC. Florida State won their game, surprisingly, over North Carolina, 35-25. to 25. But for the rest of the college football scores, uh, go to Episode 60, we have um, all the SEC scores, the SEC power rankings, a high school football scoreboard for North Florida, South Georgia, and surrounding areas, even a small pocket of South Alabama, as well as Central Florida. So uh, go to podcast episode show number 60 of the Teal Shirt Report for a complete high school football scoreboard, some interviews with Alex Nunnery at the high school game he went to. Uh, so we got a high school scoreboard, uh, most of all the SEC football scores on episode podcast, episode show number 60 of the Teal Shirt Report podcast. So basically, this has just been a, a synopsis of, you know, of the game, which, uh, you know, the Jags lost, of course. Taking a look at how the game kind of broke down. Tennessee had a seven and seven to six lead at the end of the first quarter. Tennessee scored a big 17 points in the second quarter while the Jags scored seven. Tennessee added a touchdown in the third quarter. Jacksonville did not score in the uh, third quarter. Uh, both teams um, scored six points in the fourth quarter. Tennessee missed their extra point in the fourth quarter. The Jags elected to go for two points and came up short. So that's how it kind of went down. The Tennessee Titans 37, the Jacksonville Jaguars 19. The Tennessee Titans lead the AFC South Division with a record of 3-2. and two. The Jaguars fall to 0-5. The losing streak dating back to last year in 2020 to now this year in 2021. As of the game Sunday, October the 10th, as we record this podcast on October the 11th, on, on Monday morning, October the 11th, the Jaguars fall to eight. I'm sorry. The Jaguars fall to zero and five. Still looking for their first win of the season, and they had that long 15 game losing streak last year. But now they've added another five losses here in 2021. The losing streak is now at 20 games. The next game for the Jaguars will be in London. The Jaguars will play early Sunday morning, about 9:30 for a 9.30 Sunday morning kickoff in London. Of course, that's United States time at 9.30. It's going to be, what, about uh, about five or six hours difference in London, so the game will kick off 
around 2.30 or 3.30 in London, but the game will be at 9.30 a.m. Eastern time uh, here in Florida. If you're on Central time, man, that's an early kickoff Central time, about 8.30. But uh, 9.30 a.m. Central, 9.30 a.m. Eastern time for the kickoff between the Jaguars and the Miami Dolphins uh, this coming Sunday, which will be October the 17th. So sad news um, on the Teal Shirt Report podcast. Tennessee defeats Jacksonville on Sunday, October the 10th. Final score, the Tennessee Titans 37, the Jacksonville Jaguars 19. The Tennessee Titans lead the AFC South Division with a record of 3-2. and two. The Jaguars fall to 0-5 and five on the season. And again, if you're looking for college football scores, uh, North Florida Entertainment, and a high school football scoreboard with some interviews from Alex Nunnery. Please go back to episode number 60 and listen. You'll enjoy, you know, the scoreboards with college football and high school football. But what we've done on episode 61 is we've just kind of done a a brief recap of the Jaguars' disappointing loss to Tennessee. Again, Tennessee 37, the Jacksonville Jaguars 19. That'll do it for this edition, episode 61 of the Teal Shirt Report podcast. Uh, Before I go, I had a chance to talk to uh, George Bowen yesterday, and I said, George, George loves to play indoor football, semi-pro outdoor football. And I asked George Bowen what team he was playing for and um, had a chance to, uh, you know, ask George. He he is playing some, um, let's see, some semi-pro football Let's pull it up for George Bowen. He and I talked about the Jags uh, game yesterday, too. Um, Let's take a look. Let's see. Um, George asked me how I'm doing. Hey, Scott, how are you? I'm playing with the Dunedin Pirates. So uh, George Bowen is playing some semi-pro football outdoor with the Dunedin Pirates until the uh, arena season starts back up, until indoor football starts back up. So, hey, George is a trooper, man. He plays football almost year-round, the big defensive lineman, played for the Southern Steam last season. But he's also playing some um, some semi-pro outdoor football with the Dunedin Pirates. The Dunedin Pirates is who he's playing with right now. And I asked him if that's outdoor. He said yes. And asked him the league. He says it's the FFA Florida Football Alliance. And I asked him if there are any teams in our area. And he said, yes, in Jacksonville, Brunswick, and Daytona. He said, you got the River City Commandos in the Jacksonville area, Daytona Yellow Jackets, and the Brunswick Grizzlies up in Georgia. And that's according to George Bowen, uh, who is playing in the FFA Florida Football Alliance. Uh, with the Dunedin Pirates. So a little update on uh, George Bowen, one of our good listeners uh, to the Teal Shirt Report podcast. Hey, thank you guys for listening. Man, I wish I had better news to report on the game on Sunday, but the Jaguars did lose. Uh, Final score, the Tennessee Titans 37, the Jacksonville Jaguars 19. The good news is Trevor Lawrence seems to be getting better and better each week. And also more good news, our running back, James Robinson, man, keep feeding him the ball, man. He's doing well. 149 yards on Sunday. Um, Had one really long run for over 50 yards. So 
The running back, James Robinson, looks good. Dan Arnold, except for that that first play he was involved in that resulted in a Titans touchdown after he was just stoned and hit and dropped the ball. The officials are saying, I guess it was a catch. And, um, you know, I'm going to, you know, it's we, we thought it may have gone as an incomplete pass, but apparently it went as a catch. And um, I think also I looked over the stats and it looked like it actually may have gone for officially an interception. So we're going to have to do a little bit more. Uh, let's take a look a little bit here. Yeah, interceptions. The Jags had no interceptions. Okay. Okay, we'll take a look at more stats. Holding down here. They're actually... Uh, hmm. Interceptions. Okay, there was... Yeah, they're not they're not calling that a they're not actually calling that a fumble in the official stats. They're not calling it a fumble recovery. Maybe they're saying Bayard caught that ball in his air in the air, but now they're saying not a touchdown. I don't know, man. It's kind of hokey. Um I was under the impression it was uh, the ball was dropped, or official, the officials said the the catch was made, the ball was dropped, and then Bayard, you know, ran it in for, you know, the Titans' uh, first touchdown, and that's what in the first quarter it is being called a fumble recovery. K. Bayard, a fumble recovery for thirty yards. Bullock added the extra point, and early in the game with fourteen minutes to play in the first quarter. Tennessee had a seven to nothing lead, and they went on to win the game. Uh, Tennessee thirty-seven, Jacksonville nineteen. I think we have something though. Despite that, that first hit, that is the moment, the instant that he, I guess, caught the ball, or whether it was incomplete, the pass play was either broken up or they're they're ruling it a catch. He fumbled it, and then Byard scooped it up and and scored on a fumble. But the final score, Tennessee, I think we have something in Dan Arnold, though. He did make six catches on the day. Uh, Tennessee 37, the Jacksonville Jaguars 19. That's going to do it for the Teal Shirt Report this time around. Thank you for listening. I want to thank my uh, uh, producers, Alex Nunnery, and also JC. You guys have a great day. That's a quick look at a quick episode, episode 61 of the Teal Shirt Report Podcast. Thank you for listening. Hey, I did want to do a, a very, very quick encore before I leave. There was one other thing I wanted to mention, um, you know, about the defense um, that Joe Cullen is dialing up. He's bringing a lot of pressure. I mean, there was a good bit of pressure on Tannehill uh, from time to time, you know, and Tannehill did a, did a good job throwing high percentage passes um, you know, Tannehill made like three runs for 21 yards. Um, the Jags did get some, again, the Jags did get some, uh, uh, sacks on, um, on Tannehill. They dialed up more pressure than sacks though. And there were some plays where, you know, 
they didn't quite get to him. Tannehill found the open spot in the field, like the touchdown, the 14-yard touchdown to the uh, Titans uh, uh, tight end. But, um, you know, you take a look at uh, Logan Cook, man. Wow, two punts, 80 yards in the game. I'm just looking at some other stats. Agnew had on kickoff returns four, returns for 85 yards, had a long one of 24. Boy, Agnew, man, he's a, he's a weapon for the Jaguars. But going back to the sacks, uh, Smoot did have one and a half sacks on the day for a loss of 11 yards uh, for the Titans. Caleb on chase on, got a sack, surprised people by getting the sack, and he got it, um, which uh, went for like a two-yard loss. Josh Allen had a half a sack near the line of scrimmage, but the Jaguars are dialing up pressure where I I think, I think actually uh, defensive coordinator, Joe Cullen likes to bring guys right up the front, you know, whether it's three, four or five guys going right up the front, man, I hope they can get a guy to come around the end and surprise the quarterback too. But when you do a, a blitz right up the middle, there's still going to be some open spots, so you got to get to the quarterback. The Jags got to Tannehill some, but I think it could have been better. So hopefully the Jaguars will improve their defense. I mean, the defense just didn't make enough plays in, in this game. Um, the situation with the turnovers, the Jags have a minus, a very high minus differential. The Jags are giving up the football more often than they are receiving it on turnovers. That's got to change. That's a big stat in the NFL. And a lot of times with close games, even though this game didn't appear to be close, at times it was, the turnover differential can be big in deciding these NFL games. Jags 0-5, Tennessee 3-2. Hey, we'll see you next time. This has been episode show number 61 and giving you a little bit of an encore there. You guys have a great day. My name's Scott. Thank, thank you to my producers, Alex Nunnery and JC. You guys have a great day. Hey, if you want to catch the college football scoreboard or high school football scores, please urge you to go back and listen to episode number 60. It's a good episode. Check it out. Thank you for listening to episode show number 61 in season number two on the Teal Shirt Report podcast. Have a great day. Hey, we'll be back real soon.